Welcome back to another episode of Unemployed with Anna Roisman. It's Anna Roisman in the house. I'm sorry. I don't know why I just sang my name. It just came out of me. I'm so like, you know, whoo, tired that I'm like, anything could come out at this point. I was expecting but- someone else. I didn't think it would be Anna Roisman. <laughs> Who'd you think? Who'd you think? I don't what know. What if I'm like... It's me, you know, uh, Helen Mirren. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought Hel- yeah, Helen Mirren was going to be on this episode. I'm um, mm-hmm. really surprised to see you here, Anna, but hi, what's up? <laughs> it's Helen and Ellen. How are you? <laughs> that would get real confusing. Yeah. yeah. Not at all. <laughs> How are you doing? How is – you've been busy. You've been working. Ooh. Yeah, I've been busy. I'm so – we're recording this on a Friday, everyone, so I'm excited for the weekend. I know. It's that – like, I was thinking about that today. It's really weird to – like, for a long time, I was like, oh, weekends, like, it's just like every other day of the week. But now <laughs> I'm like <laughs> – but now I'm like, damn, I really appreciate the weekend now. Yeah. Well, in a pandemic, yeah. every day was Friday, you know? Like, yeah. especially if you're not working and you're unemployed and you're technically quarantining, you know, staying at home more. Like, who the fuck cares what day it is? Have a mimosa on a Wednesday. It's fine. It could be Sunday, <laughs> quote unquote, if you really want yeah, it to be. It's fine. It's <laughs> fine. You don't have a problem at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, no, I was really looking forward to Friday too this week. I worked a lot this week, which sounds really like, you know, not on brand, but like, hey, when the work comes, baby, take it, do it, work it. Um, mm-hmm. I was telling you before, I was like, I didn't, ugh, I didn't want to do Halloween. I, I like used to love Halloween. And as I've gotten older, I'm like, ugh, it's so many drunk people out on streets. And like, it's just, uh, maybe because I also like worked in restaurants, like right by the Halloween parade. Like it really turned me off from like yeah. the whole holiday. It's always uh, a shit show, especially in New York I and mean, yeah. probably everywhere. But like, I just remember like, last year being on the train and like there being so many like drunk girls that are like dressed in basically nothing and like (laughs) falling like I'm worried for them because they're also wearing high-heeled shoes and I'm like Mm -hmm. you're gonna break your ankle yes (laughs) it's like that New Year's Eve and SantaCon are like the three days I really try to avoid doing much on and that's because I'm an old you know woman who wants to stay in her house stay in her shoe it's Um, wise i think yeah yeah so this week so people kept you know it's a conversation starter hey what are you doing for halloween are you doing are you being anything you dressing up you know i love costumes my whole life and i was like i'm not doing anything this year i'm not gonna get anything ellen i have like 40 fucking amazon packages to return of costumes because (laughs) i've been i did four halloween like costume jobs this week and i'm just like oh my god like i'm over it my skin need that halloween content my skin is like broken out you can't tell because i have makeup on because i'm gonna go uh, you look pretty smooth and nice well also you know i've got that that zoom uh filter filter. yeah Mm -hmm. that like clear you up filter like way up you guys have to join the patreon and check out my face it looks zoom did a great job on my face today (laughs) You can't see a bump from a mile away. Yes. Compliments to your makeup artist, Zoom. <laughs> Zoom dial. <laughs> what is it? The beauty filter? Zoom like cover up filter? I don't know. Yeah, what it yeah. Is. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, my skin was a mess because I did HQ. It was fun to dress up, though. I have to say, I enjoyed getting into costume on that show again. But I was the the girl from The Ring on HQ. Yep, I saw that one. Uh, which was very fun for me. But it's funny because I haven't seen that movie in a long time. So I couldn't really remember anything other than seven days. So every so often I'd just be like, seven days. <laughs> That's like all she says, right? I, I don't think she has she any crawls, other lines. She's wet. She's in a yeah. well. She's dead. You know, so the rest of it was like, well, it's me, Anna. But I have beautiful long hair. Like, I really got into that wig. That was a good wig. I'm like tempted to keep that wig only of all my costumes. Um, I was maybe going to be the Jennifer Tilly character from Bride of Chucky. You know that character? <laughs> I vaguely know it. I never, I honestly have never seen a Chucky movie because 
they're my fave. They were really popular when I was a kid, and I just hated scary movies when I was a kid, and also my parents didn't let me watch them, uh, so I I didn't watch Chucky movies. Yeah, yeah, see, my parents were like, please watch anything, just leave us alone, and so my brother and I were like, we want all R-rated scary movies, and so we watched all the, all the horror movies. I love the Chucky movies, though, and like Bride of Chucky... It's a good one. Honestly, it's a really good one. I, I recommend that one of all of them. <laughs> there's, a, there's a female doll in that one where he, like, mm-hmm. and he, that he marries. Right? Yeah, and she's Jennifer Tilly it plays her. Gotcha. So okay. I wanted to be that character. But then I saw someone on Dancing with the Stars on Monday who, who did that character, and I was like, oh, it's done. I don't want to be it on HQ if it's already done. See, that's how I feel about Halloween every year. It's like <laughs> I see somebody, like, post their – I have an idea for a costume, and then I see somebody post the exact same costume, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Well, it's a fucking waste now." Like Kim I can't. Kardashian was Carol Baskin. That's not. I can't even <laughs> with Kim Kardashian <laughs> right now. I don't. She what do you mean? So many fucking weird things this week. You just like, sound like a little sad. You weren't invited to the island. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> First the island thing, and then like the, the hologram. Hologram. I'm just like this week. Your birthday is just. I don't know. I know it's wild. That was a wild thing. Um, yeah. So anyway, then oh, I became Beetlejuice for my makeup show that I like that I do for airtime we did a Beetlejuice tutorial and I was like oh this is perfect to take a photo of my new my on my new phone the first photo I took was me in a Beetlejuice face I love it Beetlejuice is Uh, such a great movie I love that movie yeah that's a great movie um Remember when Alex Brightman was on the pod? Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Shout out. That's such a good episode. I always tell people to go listen to that episode. Um, and then I was a, f- a parrot last night for another like Halloween costume contest that I hosted. Oh, there, how did you do that? A, a onesie from Amazon. A really comfortable parrot. Oh, okay. You know, but I did a little like bird, like cool makeup. It was like bird meets euphoria makeup, you know? It was Ooh, like that fun. Nice. Yeah, that's really fun. I had really a blue fun. lip, you know? <laughs> But I'm done now. Now I'm like, I want to just wear big sweats. I'm done costuming. My face needs a break at this point, you know? Um, I wanted to say, you know, I wanted to thank everyone who submitted their horror stories on the pod. We read a bunch of them. They were super fun. For this next month, I do want to go back to getting some phone calls. So if you have any, you know, if you are unemployed, if you've had any crazy layoff stories, if you've, you know, had any fun stories about jobs in general, you know, send them our way. I just want to tell you the email is theunemployedteam at gmail.com. And I'm reading them. We're reading all these stories. And either we'll read it on the pod or we'll have you on to call in and tell us your story i just you know want to hear it first so it's not a surprise (laughs) yeah um i'm so excited for our episode today we have such a good guest she's a really old friend of mine she is the voice of ash ketchum on pokemon she is the narrator of marvel's black widow bad blood and she's also a very very funny comedian i love her to death sarah nada cheney is here hi Welcome. Welcome to the pod. The crowds are losing their mind right I now. I know. Oh, I can just hear them right now. Thank you so much. For Ellen took me. her top off. She's just like, you know, at a <laughs> concert, it feels like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you crazy girl. Love it. Oh, we did it. I'm so glad we did this. We've been talking about having you on for a while, and you and I haven't caught up in the whole entire pandemic. I mean, we've texted uh, and whatever. Yeah. But, but not really. Not- yeah, no. I remember you asked me to do this a long time ago, and I was like, I'm not unemployed. I have a job. And I was like, and girl, I turned her away. Me like, neither. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's for it's it's to talk about, you know, all kinds of jobs. jobs. Really, it's, it's, it's the world of unemployed and employed. Yes. Right. Yes. I mean, Ellen has a job now and I haven't kicked her off yet. So, yeah. Yeah. Very She's a very lucky lady. All different. That's it. You only get 10 seconds to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. All right. That's what happens when you get a job. No. Um, Sarah, how are you? How has your, you know quarantine pandemic you know 2020 been it's you know all things considered it's been okay when it Mm -hmm. first started I didn't really panic I panicked like for the world but for myself I was like oh cool everybody kind of gets to live the life that I've been living this life of like I get to stay home on a Friday awesome yay nobody's (laughs) bothering me cool there's nowhere to go sweet um so people in our industry are like we're good at being home I feel like yeah (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> especially yeah, especially if you're in audio, like it's normal, it's totally normal. Right. 
Um, but yeah, no, at this point, I do miss parties. I have gone out to do safe things, but like some people would consider somewhat dangerous things. But, you know, every you bad girl, I'm a bad, bad girl. No, I haven't <laughs> done anything in like a group setting. I've had a, yeah. like I've had dinner with friends. That's OK. I mean, according to the world, that's OK right now. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And our numbers have been so low. And yeah, you know. I do miss people. Yeah. But you also moved during this entire thing. Yeah. I moved into a, I moved out right before everything started happening at the end of February. Right. And I was going to live with my mom for like a couple weeks while the new place was renovated. And then suddenly I'm like my mom's new roommate. And I made it really hard for her (laughs) on purpose. I was a nightmare to live with. Why? What were you like? Cook? Clean cook for me? Yes, exactly. That's exactly Hell it. Yeah. I, I, I stayed in my room. I quarantined, quote unquote, in my room um, for like the first three to four weeks. I was like, two weeks is not enough. They don't know what they're talking about. I'm going to stay in my room <laughs> for four weeks to keep you Damn. safe. And you're going to... She just served me hand and foot. I would text her like, dinner? Now? Dinner now. And she would oh like serve God. me something. And I'm like, this is not good. Can you replace it with something else? And she oh likes this. Oh, my God. She was, she was like, yes, this is, I she live happy for to this. Live to serve. She, no, she hated me. It was great because when I when I finally moved out, there were no tears. There was no like, oh, man, she might never live with me again, that kind of feeling. She was just like, get out, get out, take all your shit and get out. It was great. I'm a very <laughs> See, effective See, I had the opposite. Manipulator. All these people went home. My parents were like, if you show up here, we will not open the doors. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah, uh, I heard that's why um, they also moved to a two bedroom apartment, you know, 10, 15 years ago. They were like, yeah. we don't want you ever here. I caught you that know? in your last podcast with Gabrus. Yeah, that was hilarious. Oh, just no. Am I, re- am I repeating myself? Yeah, my parents. No, sorry. They're, sorry. <laughs> no, they're happy to have me uh, not live with them. <laughs> yeah, they seem to be very happy when you do visit them. I see just based on Instagram, oh, yeah. they seem they seem game to like show up on your feed and like, yeah. be funny with you. They perform for the Instagram. They They're good for that. They're good people. <laughs> yeah. But you've also been working this entire time, right? Yes. That's why you blew me off. You were like, I'm not unemployed. I was like, girl, <laughs> me neither. I've been, I've been employed since I was a young person. I wow. haven't wow. needed to go on your podcast. So, sorry. <laughs> That's um, okay. It's not for everyone. No. That's the world of podcasts, you know? Pick, pick and choose. Pick out of the, yeah. you know, what are there, 10 now that we can choose from? I mean, it's just so. <laughs> limited 10 million (laughs) um yeah i i've been working thankfully pokemon took a small hiatus for like a a month or two and then we got back into production once all our home setups were good to go Mm -hmm. um and i did marvel's black widow bad blood and quarantine in my mom's closet i actually took this is the other reason why she hates me is because i took over her bedroom closet yeah and she still has no access to it because i'm like what if i need to come back what if i need to keep working what if like there's some (laughs) unrest in the street it's still your studio it's still my studio (gasps) that's great yeah where's her stuff you just threw it in a corner you're like listen get out had these walls i don't need your clothing in here anymore so most of her clothing is still in there and inaccessible (laughs) <laughs> wow thank thank god she didn't have another child <laughs> can you i am my best birth control i couldn't imagine having a child like me i'm a nightmare <laughs> yes ellen, ellen what did, did you, you say? want I was to gonna speak? ask yes hello <laughs> um did you record from home like before 2020 or no so no. you just moved fully into yeah Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of vo- voice actors. I hesitate to say voice actors because there's like this new um, type of voice talent that kind of got into it from an entrepreneurial standpoint. They didn't come from, from acting. Mm. And they have had home setups this whole time. And there are yeah. also voice actors who've been doing like promos for 30 years. And a lot of that happened from home. Right. But this new type of voice talent who do like, uh, you know, You've reached McDonald's headquarters. For this, press one. For Ronald right. McDonald, press two. Like yeah. those those folks, they don't need to be actors and they're they've always been working from home. So they're like in like voice acting 
uh, Facebook groups and stuff, they're like, uh, well, we've been doing this forever and it is our livelihood and it's our business. So right. welcome to our thing. And we're like, what? Welcome to our, are you kidding me? Yeah. So, yeah that's that's interesting. interesting thing. Yeah. But that's how I felt about like all these people who got who like lost their jobs or like are all of a sudden working from home. I'm like, welcome to my world. Like yeah. you got to make your own schedule. You work out if you have time, and you know you get. You, this is how life is yeah. for a lot of us. You got to make your commute. own show. You yeah. make your own live <laughs> show your, where you talk about being it's unemployed. Your own, <laughs> own it's your own hours now. You know, eat your greens and hope for the best. Like I don't know. Uh, but I did feel that. I felt like, you know, especially comedians, we're always unemployed. So, right. you know, seriously, like, yeah. yeah, I've been adjacent <laughs> to it. That's why I've always had a job. But you've done yeah. comedy. Um, we met doing a job. I wanted to talk about that. Do you remember where we met? It was through our friend Robbie. We met there? I thought we yes. met like at McManus when we were underage. Maybe. But. No, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know if I met you at McManus. We met... I remember, no, I think we met on this job. We were working, it was like a Kmart, like, like sponsored ad. Do you remember this? Yes. During Fashion Week in New York. And Mm -hmm. my dear friend and your friend, Robbie, shout out to Robbie Sokolowski. He cast us both in like this, but we were like funny people. We weren't, we weren't like Fashion Week models. (laughs) We were like the comedic, fashionable girls. Right. (laughs) <laughs> and we each did like little different parts. And I remember being on set that day. And I don't know if you remember my part. I had to drink champagne at like 9 a.m. And it was like, I, they were, I was like drunk girl, like number one. Oh. I don't know. That they gave you real big. champagne? Yes. And I just remember they wanted it to like Weird. shake up and like explode in my face. So like every time we did a take, I was like, I was like drunk at like 10 a.m. So I'm sure I was super friendly. And I was like, Sarah, <laughs> let's chat. And I'm like, what is this young drunk girl doing on set? Um, I remember liking I, I remember liking you. I don't remember anything else about that job. <laughs> is that weird? This was an on camera thing. This was an on-camera thing. And right. we met, I'm pretty sure, if you weren't on this, I and mean, my brain is that fried. No, then. no, I remember, I remember, I remember, like, the email. I remember having Kmart in my email. <laughs> yeah. And he, <laughs> it was like, I think it was at, like, Milk Studios or something. It was, like, somewhere on the west side. Yeah. And you and I met, and I remember, like, I was like, oh, she's cool. She gets it. You're, like, a real person and not one of these, like, you know. Hey. I'm, it's fashion week. I'm on set. What shows are you going to this week? Do you have tickets? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's like me. We're not, she's not going, going to, to shows. shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we probably got paid no money for this. We probably got, like, a hundred bucks. And we're like, ah, we're in an yeah. ad. Um, and then I remember afterwards, like, I don't know. We just like kept connecting and you knew you did UCB. I did UCB and yeah. we had a lot of mutual friends mm-hmm. and, and then we probably saw each other at McManus. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Perhaps. Perhaps. I'm going to go with your story. I like it better. I can't believe you don't remember this. Is this that long ago? Apparently I emailed the wrong email today too. And you're like, wow, yeah. we are old friends. I was like, well, I don't usually email you. That is true. That is true. Yeah. No, you know? it's crazy. I almost missed it because I don't check that email really anymore. It's like <laughs> my old email. I said, like, I, I did have a moment when I, because I just typed in your name in Gmail, and then when it came up, I was like, wow, what? That's her email. Because <laughs> it was it like was my first screen name. <laughs> it was like Broadway Girl something, and I was like, <laughs> I had big dreams, okay? I was going to be a star. I know. You That's are a star. Fine. I want to take it back, though, because you you sure. grew up here. Yeah. I want to know, like, did you have jobs when you were younger? Yeah. You know, what what did you do before you were, you know? A star? The yeah. The star you are today. Yeah. Well, it was a long road. <laughs> when I take was in middle back. school, <laughs> I taught little children how to dance. Did you? I did. I was oh, very bad I, at that. <laughs> I didn't know you were a dancer. I was going to oh, say, I didn't yeah, know I was a rhythmic gymnast my whole youth. I won a bronze medal at the Junior Olympics. It's still my my one big bragging, right? It's... Oh my God! I won the Jewish Olympics. The what is Maccabi that? Games. Exactly. The Maccabi Games. I won two gold medals in tennis. I was what? a tennis star as a kid. Oh my God! I didn't know that. Girl, we are. St- I didn't know that you were a gymnast. Stars. Who knew we were athletes? <gasps> there's a Jewish Olympics. 
Yeah, Ellen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hello, where have you been? That's insane. The Maccabee games, That's the Maccabee games. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have you honestly cannot participate unless you're a full blown Jew. Ooh. But <laughs> guess we're out. Wait. Yeah, I love this. I didn't know your gymnast side. Congratulations! Yeah. Thank you That's so much. It destroyed huge my childhood. Honor. Yeah, um, I had no childhood as a result of that. So, um, were you one of those people who did it like every day after school for like day. five days a week or whatever yep. it is? My yep. cousin's daughter is doing that right now. She's like a six-year-old gymnast who can do like back tucks. I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. That's cool. Look, I have no regrets. I thank my parents for doing that because I honestly I think that exercise has kept me fit my whole life because I don't really work out anymore. I'm like, I did that for thir- whatever, how many years I did that for enough for enough time in my life. And now I'm good. And I don't really work <laughs> yeah, out. That's which how exercising works. Chunks at a time. <laughs> yes. You do it for eight years as a child and then you never have to do it again. It taught me some discipline, a little bit of time management. And it taught me that like you can start out being bad at something and work really hard and not be naturally that I, I was I'm not that flexible, like as mm-hmm. flexible as you really need to be for a rhythmic gymnast. Yeah. Um, so I had to work really hard, a lot of pain, a lot of blood, sweat and tears went into it. And um, and then I finally like won something. And that, you know, that's a great lesson for a kid. So can you just it, what, what was rhythmic gymnast? What What's the difference with between... the apparatus, the ball, hoop, ribbon, clubs, ball, ah. rope? Yeah, got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. So, that's so you didn't do very, like the tumbling. Mm, you weren't like, no, no tumbling. I do not it. tumble. <laughs> One should never tumble. <laughs> I tried. I was a gymnast for a little bit, you a know. Day. Yeah, I, I, like a couple summers <laughs> at camp, and I could yeah, do like good. back handsprings, and then oh my god, I was like, well, I'm good now, and that doesn't stick. You know, I'm not flexible either. So. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I can do a yoga class. But, I'm just impressed that you could yeah. have you could have you did a back handspring like at Me one too. point in your life. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> it really Me? is. Yeah. yeah. You know, you you learn something new about me every day, Ellen. Sure. <laughs> I'm impressed every day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Sarah's this professional gymnast, you're Olympic gymnast, you're teaching little junior, kids junior. how to junior junior, junior Olymp- Olympics. Sarah. Junior senior, <laughs> you know, potato potato, whatever. Yeah, same thing. Um um I taught some kids how to dance. I gave that up really quickly. I'm pretty sure I just abandoned it. <laughs> Why? Because they were kids and you were like, I don't want to be in charge. I don't want, yeah. I don't want to be in charge of a bunch of kids. You and who I can't have dance. similar feelings about kids. I think it's yeah. like, we love other people's. Other people's you know. very nice. Not under my supervision. <laughs> just let them yeah. go some, go elsewhere. Thank you. Yeah. Off, off with you, uh, little little one. <laughs> um, then I, I don't know, I don't remember the order of all this, but in that's okay. In high school, I had a summer at a law firm called Berenbaum, Menken, Benasher, and Beerman. What? Yes, I had to answer the phone. Berenbaum, Menken, no. Benasher, and Beerman. Berenbaum, Menken, Benasher, and Beerman. Well, there's your voice training right there. Oh yeah, that's actually oh my that's God. when my voice career began. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, answering the phones for this law firm. Yep. I answered phones. I actually did some serious paralegal work. They were very impressed with me. I could have been a lawyer if I wanted to hate my life. (laughs) I chose something else. Um, This was in high school? Yes. Yeah. One of my teachers in high school got me that job for the summer. And I got paid. I got paid okay. It was like 15, 20 bucks an hour. And I'm like, some real work. I was very That's good. That's nice. I didn't know, like, not everyone had jobs in high school. I feel like, you know, people babysat and everything. That sounds like a job you'd get when you're in college, but you were young. Very advanced. Uh, And then I worked (laughs) for Daniel Hevesy, who was a state senator. Um, And I, like, I remember writing a letter uh, petitioning for uh, the Olympic Games to be held in Queens. (laughs) They Why? You want a be. front row seat? Why? That's right. I was going to be like attending the Olympic Games. <laughs> that didn't happen. I love this platform, though, that you, you chose yeah. to, you know, get really into. Yeah, absolutely. If I'm connected to it, I'm going to fight for it. That's right. There you go. Wow. Did it work? Nope. <laughs> I was say, has there been an Olympics? high school kid to write that letter. <laughs> Oh my god. No. But throughout these jobs you wanted to be an actress, right? Oh, yeah. That was no. no there was no question. No question. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, you know, I wanted to make some money. My parents were like my parents didn't let me go to LaGuardia. 
I got into LaGuardia. I I have this thing where I don't really prepare for things. Um, I didn't prepare for my audition to LaGuardia. I improvised my dance audition. Vocal, I have no idea what I did. And drama, you had to like do monologues. And I prepared them like the night before. So I got into dance, miraculously. Because that okay. was like completely just, I just did whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they were like she can move just... like a rhythmic gymnast yeah. wow yeah um i got in for vocal and then i didn't get in for drama you have to get in for all three there no you have to get into one but i auditioned oh, for all oh. three because i'm like a threat of all i'm not wow. quintuple of sex top yeah you I'm were like if i'm going in for LaGuardia, they're gonna see every fucking side right. of me that's and right that let them pick <laughs> you pick <laughs> You picked so, my strengths. Yeah, so they thought, you know, we should humble this girl and not let her in for drama. <laughs> so I didn't get in. Um, so she went to comedy. No. <laughs> it's like, I guess I'll just be funny. Um, and my parents didn't let me go because I also got into Brooklyn Tech and they were like, you're getting a real education. I put, I'm putting this in quotes, folks. A real education. Um, yeah. I don't regret it because, like, I made some really interesting friends that are now, like, the DA and this, and doctors and lawyers and stuff like that. Whereas at LaGuardia, I would have been friends with a bunch of actors, which is naturally already happening. So, <laughs> um, so I'm yeah, so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I probably go in that category of, of Yeah, those you're friends. one of my actor friends. Yeah. No, I love I love that. I do. I'm like, <laughs> part of me is like, I wish I'd just gone to LaGuardia and really, like, worked on my voice and come out of high school, like, really ready to be a star um mm-hmm. i say that but, all the time i tell my mom i'm like i wish you were yeah. a stage mom i wish i started yeah. doing this when i was like four years old yeah i would have been rich probably by now yeah obviously <laughs> so oh. what else yeah that is so yeah that that's all that that's my whole life i think i think i took some notes because you know you took notes i took some notes for this because i don't remember she everything do- see I did. now oh, you do I prepare a PR firm i worked at a pr firm and i hated that i really didn't enjoy that because you're like this was all creams. in high school yeah yeah you started so young with all this my parents stuff. didn't let me sit around after i quit gymnastics they were like you're gonna do something else and um mm. how was it? they offered me acting school my mom i remember like her being on the phone in the kitchen and being like do you want to go to acting school and i was like yeah that sounds great and then I loved it. And I remember them like going to my teachers, like hush, hush behind my back. I saw them being like, do you think she's any good at this? Like, is this something she should pursue? I'm like, what is a teacher going to say? No. Yeah. No, they <laughs> come on. Or they say, no, she needs more work. She needs like three more years here. Right. Write the check. Yeah. <laughs> That's so how this that. yeah. world works. Yeah. When did you start doing UCB? Uh, I was 16. I was still in high oh school. Oh, my God. Yeah. This yeah, was you the were busiest young. time of my life. I haven't been this busy since high school. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to high school. You're, yeah. you're working, you know, in law firms, PR firms, yeah. and you're taking classes in acting and uh, comedy school. Acting and comedy and dance. I was going uptown to Steps on Broadway to do dance, sometimes like three times a week. I was so dedicated to doing that. <laughs> I was obsessed. You were ready. You were ready yeah. for like Broadway to call you and yeah. be like, we got the part for you. Yeah. And then I started wow. auditioning for... I was like going like to EPAs, obviously. Like, well, I had an I got an agent when I was like, I was still in high school when I got my first agent, and they would send me on Broadway auditions, and I would be the tallest and like the weirdest looking. Like, I didn't look like a typical typical Broadway star. I didn't either. Like, yeah, I, yeah like we're we're weird looking apparently for that sort of work, right? And when you're that tall, like my agent literally was like, "You're tall." And the boys are short. And I was no. like, are you kidding me, bro? Are you kidding? No. <laughs> this I is hate why? that. Yeah. I did this other podcast and I talked all about how my first agent, they were like, um, please wear your glasses to every audition unless we tell you not to because people won't find you funny unless you wear your glasses. And if you take them off, you can be a pretty girl. But only you, you can only be pretty when we tell you to take your glasses off. And I was like... This has given me like a complex. But yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I imagine when they're like, "You're tall," it's like then you then you're aware of it everywhere you go. Yeah. And we're young and impressionable, and you're trying to get a job, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Is this? Should I slouch?" <laughs> should yeah, I? right. Like my dreams are being shattered because of my height. <laughs> my God, I went to those EPAs. Those yeah. were for those who don't know what. How do we explain those? Uh, they're you open wake calls. up at four in the morning. 
For Broadway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're Broadway open calls and you have to get up really early and like be stand on line before they and they would start at like eight o'clock maybe in the morning. Mm-hmm. You'd have to be out there at like six o'clock if you wanted even a chance of being seen. And then you'd mm-hmm. wait all day, maybe get seen. If you had something else to do, you'd be like, oh, if I don't get in by four o'clock, I have to go to this other appointment and uh, and you'd leave. And it's just like a day wasted because we didn't have the phones most to do stressful. all our emails on. Back in the day, I don't want to tell anybody how old we are. (laughs) (laughs) It was stressful. I just remember it being like, this is not, I I have better things to do than this. (laughs) Than maybe have a a chance in hell at getting on Broadway through an EPA. Yeah, there came a point, I don't know if this has happened for you, but I was like, I'll come back to Broadway. Mm -hmm. I love you. I'll, I'll come back. I'll come star in Chicago when I'm 54 years old and I've had a long, you know, amazing career. And they're like... Roxy Hart and yeah. Roysman. <laughs> yeah, this is actually what happens. The roles I truly want to play are roles for women over 60. Mm-hmm. And I think that probably came across in everything I was auditioning for. <laughs> I also like I don't have the perfect the perfect voice. I really don't like I'm a, I'm a, I'm the kind of singer that if I become a film star, they could put me on Broadway to sell the tickets and I would be a passable singer, maybe. Mm. As long as it's not like a really like depends on your voice kind of role. Yeah. I think I'm the same way. I sing, yeah. but I'm you not sing. like, but I'm not like that. Like, I'm not, you know, I could come to Broadway and I'll sell tickets you're famous, like you're saying. Right. Exactly. We're exactly. really manifesting this One for day. ourselves right now. <laughs> One day we so will compete is- for this. This I'm is what you company. do. Hello. <laughs> yeah, and we won't be at an EPA. We'll already have appointments, and That's we'll be right. like, "Oh, it's so nice to see you here." Yes, oh, uh, <laughs> menopause treating you well. <laughs> very hot. Very hot. <laughs> we will have accents, <laughs> right? Or maybe they'll give us. We could play opposite each other. Maybe they'll give us a show. Oh my god! Maybe we'll do company one day. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I wanted to see that. That was supposed to happen company. in the. That was going to happen in the pandemic. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. I, I mean, not in. Not in that was going to happen in twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh God. I listened to that uh, like the original school uh, soundtrack for Company like on repeat for probably a month. Oh, very that makes early sense. In quarantine, <laughs> it was a vibe. I love that. Vibe. Yeah, in high school, I w- I had a CD player, obviously, and I would. Now you're aging yourself. I'm sorry. I like CD <laughs> What's players. What's a CD? I, have, never I heard have a VHS player here. I got my DVD really? player. I have a record player with a full radio stereo thing. Yeah, I like my technology. You're cool. Yeah, yeah, bro. What if there's another? What if there's like a, a huge disaster and there's no internet anymore? What am I gonna do? I have all my VHS tapes. I'm ready I was gonna for say, a disaster. You're gonna put that VHS tape in. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say, but something whatever. about company in high school. Did you? No, I did guys and dolls. I played Sarah oh, and guys and dolls. What? I played Adelaide. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> we I could revive this. Might be this is the this show is for the us show. to revive. There, we, we just found it. We Where's must the producer? have a revival <laughs> of guys and dolls. Yes. Ellen, you're a producer. Produce Maybe this. you'll. Do you want to produce a Broadway show? Produce this <laughs> uh, for like us. You know, I've never thought about producing a Broadway show, but, you know, I'm down for anything. I'll take any gig. It's just like Company, but it's like, you know, it, Frank Lozer. It's it's a little different. I've never even different. seen Guys and Dolls. So, <gasps> honestly, whatever you're saying about it could classic. be true. It's a classic. It's yeah. a classic. Basically, you know, there's two lead females. It's uh, it's great. Frank Sinatra. Frank Common. Sinatra is in it. Yeah. It's a classic. Love him. I can talk yeah. about Guys and I'll Dolls all day. I'll I, have to look it up. I would do a podcast just guys and dolls. I feel like that's that's the podcast world. We should now. do a you need something so niche niche that you, it's like just guys and dolls. No other shows. <laughs> we should do a reading. We should let's do, do a reading. It. Yeah, let's cast it and like really do it. Let's really do okay. it. All right, done. Okay, great. We just gave ourselves a job. That's it. Yes. That's it for today. That's how you do it. That's how you get a job. I love that. Maybe that should be like a series we do on this show where, all right, by the end of this episode, we're going to create a job for ourselves. Yes. Oh, my God. Because we just did it. We just just did it. We're we're doing the guys and dolls reading. I'm going to hold you. I'm going to text you in a week and be like, so uh, a person can develop a cult. I will be very excited to see that text. So what other jobs have you had? I mean, we, we, we made it to high school and you've had the career of a 50-year-old yeah. at this point, it seems. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, she's I, been a lawyer. She's been everything. I've been a lawyer. I've been a PR person. Mm-hmm. I've been a, a state senator. 
mm-hmm. person. But Broadway's still Broadway's still a reach away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh, da- I taught dance. I babysat the kids upstairs. In your building. In my pajamas at 7.30 in the morning because their mom, I think, was a gym instructor. Like, she worked at a gym and she needed somebody on Sundays. And so, like, 7.30 to noon, (laughs) I would sleep on their couch while the kids ran around. Wow. Yeah, it was awesome. What a good babysitter. They fed me snow caps. I remember they introduced (laughs) me to snow caps. And every morning, every Sunday morning, I was just eating snow caps and sleeping. (laughs) The chocolate with, like, the little balls Mm -hmm. on top of it? Yeah, very tasty stuff. Have you had it? Uh, yeah, they're good. They're movie candy. Yeah. Very good. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and so, then, yeah, that's did you it. go to school? I forget if you went to college in New York. <laughs> I really, I, I feel like you didn't go to school, right? And that's why you're working. <laughs> so after high school, I I went to school for bartending, which is okay. stupid. <laughs> no, that's not stupid. $500. Well, it's not stupid? Why is it? No, because I feel like. No, I think no? it's it's no. a, a skill that you that people should have if you're in this industry. Too. But you don't need yeah, it to that's start a good bartending. Point. You can lie about it. That's what you everybody can. told me. They were like, "Why did you do that?" <laughs> but I well, took the classes. It took a week. I was actually really <laughs> good at it, and I was like, I could actually enjoy being a bartender. This sounds fun. Yeah. I didn't take the test because it's just how I roll. I was like really good, and then the test day comes. I'm like, nah, gonna skip it. Uh, and then maybe, maybe I was like auditioning for Pokemon at that point, or I'd gotten it, I don't know, I felt like I was going to get it, I don't know. But I got, I got the job on Pokemon, like right after I was right. making plans to be a bartender for the rest of my life. And that's, that's the jobs, that's it. That's And you got this job, yeah. how, how long have you been on Pokemon? 14 years. Oh my God. Yeah. And you probably didn't even think. Like that would be that long, right? When you got it, you were oh, no, like, "Cool!" I, I knew, I knew. You like, did. This is a Pokemon. It's forever, man. It's like cats, just better. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we're tying this all back into Broadway musicals. <laughs> it's Phantom of the Opera. It's the Phantom of the Opera of television, of cartoons. It's, yeah. it's been running for twenty-three years now. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. That's crazy. But and yeah. did you have like a voice agent at this time? Were you like going out for other VO projects and stuff? Or was this like a fluke? They found you. I don't know. I, I don't know. Because I didn't know about that world when I was like, either. Your, when we were that age. Oh yeah. my God. Totally me either. Uh, I had a manager and mm-hmm. he sent me on voiceover, mostly on voiceover stuff. And I, I had done one voiceover job before I got Pokemon and it was like an industrial, some medical thing or something. And then I got Pokemon, and that was it. That's crazy. And was that when you got it, were you like, oh, my life is going to be different now? Yeah. I thought it was going to be way more different than it ended up being, actually. (laughs) I was like, oh, good, I'm set. This is it. (laughs) I'm retired. (laughs) I can retire now. And then I very quickly, when it once it started, when I first started it, I was very nervous and like, oh, my, I, I... didn't really realize how significant this would be to so many people. Mm -hmm. I was a fan of Pokemon before I started the job. And I, I don't know, it didn't really, all I was really thinking about was just like, as an actor, okay, I have to voice match my predecessor and still give a believable performance and uh, make sure I don't lose it. Because like in the first few recording sessions, you could totally still lose the job. They'll be like, yeah, she's actually not very good at this. I learned how to dub at my audition. I had no idea what dubbing was. I came into the audition not realizing that I'd have to match anything to picture. Really? Yeah. Wow. I actually but forgot. You just picked it up. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot that I had the audition because it was like I had one of those big calendars that you put on your desk and yeah. I didn't flip the page <laughs> and it was on a Monday. <laughs> Whoops. Oops. Monday rolls You're like, around. 20 like, minutes. <laughs> Oh my God, this audition. So I like run to my friend's apartment and I'm like, dude, you got to help me with this. I have to sound like this person in like three hours and I'm working on it, working on it. She's like, "Mm, you don't really sound like this person. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's how the big jobs happen. It's either like you forget about it or you you don't care or you're just like blow it off and then you book it because the other ones we make ourselves insane for when it's like, oh, I need this. I want this. Yeah. Okay, wait. I have a question, though. Okay. Okay. (laughs) 
I'm scared. That is your question. Well, it sounds like you're like you don't really prepare. Like you kind of it's like last oh, minute. Like I want to know. She did like, say that. Have, yeah. Have you yeah. like ever really like prepared for something where like you like obsess over it and like yeah yeah yeah. So this you're not really just like question. you know. It's not all luck. Like you. No. You definitely. I work mean, towards luck it. and genius? No. No, it's not all luck and genius, Ellen. It's definitely it's, genius. <laughs> um, yeah, there are some things that I really do prepare for, but they are kind of few and far between. There were auditions mm-hmm. that I got coached on. Dialects, if there's a job that I have to do a dialect for, I get coached on that and make sure that I've, you know, mm-hmm. kind of perfected it. Um I am. I've had I am to do a, a couple dialect auditions yeah. lately. I was going to hit you up and be like, yeah. you know someone, I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Amanda Quaid. She's amazing. Okay. She's the best. She, great. She teaches Thanks at you. HB. She teaches at NYU, I believe, I want to say. And she does private lessons. She's wonderful. Nice. Wonderful. Nice. So when you booked Pokemon, Pokemon, do I mm-hmm. say it wrong? I say it completely Pokemon. wrong. Pokemon. Huh? Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon. I wanted to see it. I wanted to say it too. You did it really you well. Know how many times I've said that on camera too, where I just probably completely fucked it up and like a all the names. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people do it. Um, so when you got it, were you, how often were you recording? Like how demanding was this of your time? Like once a week. Once, okay. twice a week. Yeah. Not too bad. Like a full day's work and then. Mm, not so much. Like two and a half, three hours at a time. Four hours is my max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. When I met you, when we were, uh, if people remember, we were supermodels during New York Fashion Week, right. uh, in the Givenchy show, uh, yes. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, when I met you, you were also, you do a lot of stuff. You were also editing, and you were taking mm-hmm. editing jobs while you're doing Pokemon. <laughs> Someone's taking the voice jobs now. Uh, and I was like, I was just so impressed. I'm like, oh, you hustle your ass off. Like yeah. you, you're not sitting. That's why she doesn't have a couch. You're not sitting around. You're, you're no couch. <laughs> forcing yourself to edit or do something else. That's right. Uh, when did you start doing that? I started editing. It was actually a, a modeling job that I had. I actually did model. <laughs> I know you did model. I did no, but I never I never did a Givenchy show. Like I did like I did a bunch of print. I did a few runway shows that weren't Givenchy. Mm-hmm. Um Well, they missed out. They did. They don't mm-hmm. know what they're missing. Um <laughs> uh, I went to Germany to Berlin for uh for a modeling job and uh I just like had this silly little camera that actually had a busted lens it had like some crap in the lens and i was just like filming around because the girls were all kind of really funny and all kinds of we were like touring berlin and doing all this fun stuff and that's cool and then i edited that together i like paint i started an iMovie and i'm like oh my god i don't have the control that i need i'm gonna i'm gonna migrate to final cut pro and and that's when final cut 7 was still around they've killed Mm -hmm. it since uh, and I and I learned Final Cut and I made this little film and it was Josh Rubin and Vincent Payone actually who were like, hey, you're pretty good at that. You should maybe pursue that. And I was like, you know, I really love doing it. It's, it's so good for me because it's like I love kind of being a perfectionist and I love like being in a state of flow. So mm-hmm. I started pursuing it. I got an agent for that through through my, oh my friend God. Eric. And they started getting me, you know, mostly mostly news documentary propaganda mm-hmm. propaganda work. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think you were doing that kind of stuff when I met you. Yeah. I remember one job I was working for MSNBC and, and doing like a documentary a week and working like 10 hour days sometimes. Holy shit. And doing Pokemon. And at that time, I was also doing a bunch of other shows. So I would like come in to work at like seven in the morning and then peace out at like noon or something and do a recording <laughs> and then come back and work till like nine or 10. That oh was God. an insane time. I was going to say, yeah. did you do any of these from home or were you, you had to go into these offices? Yeah, to I had to go in because there was so much footage and I was like covered. This was, I want to say like 2015 when ISIS was <laughs> going strong yeah. So I saw a lot of really awful, really awful footage that like you will never see. Thank God. Um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> did you? I mean, like, yeah. did you go into this like an interview with them, and did it come up mm. that like, oh, by the way, I'm no big deal. I'm the voice of a Pokemon character, but 
I'm here to edit your news documentary. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine what that conversation was. <laughs> no, everybody there was like, you're what? Why are you leaving? <laughs> I'm like, I have this other job I do. Or I'm like, yeah. the voice of Ash Ketchum. And everybody, I mean, they thought that was fun and everything. But then sometimes, like, the, the news keeps going. So if something is going to air at 11 a.m., you absolutely have to be there to deliver that. So mm-hmm. scheduling my weeks was an absolute nightmare. And I, I did yeah. all that myself, so... That was the worst. The worst part of the job was scheduling and like predicting what was going to be happening. Right. <sighs> I think Very it's stressful. cool, though. Yeah. Like you get that job like Pokemon and, you know, if if it was so demanding, you wouldn't be able to develop these other skills or have these other jobs. Right. Like I feel like that's like kind of the dream is to get mm-hmm. a, a great gig like you have that you've done for 14 years, but also be able to like grow in other ways. Yeah. In our industry. Yeah. No, it's 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 been good. But I can't complain, it, yeah. except about like the hours. Also, it's it is hard to get an editing job because I I do have like a f- I, I had a fair amount. I had like a a very busy time in my life over the mm-hmm. course of a few years, and now I'm like saying no to a lot of stuff. Yeah, oh, we can talk about it if you want. Um, but at that point, it was just like so much work, and there were employers like for for editing who wouldn't deal with that this one guy this one employer of mine this one boss he he's like he's kept hiring me over and over again even knowing that i'm you know he's like you make it work so let's do it he likes my work and you know that's so I, awesome. I mostly work for him now i don't that's really great. pursue much editing work outside of that yeah but i worked on some cool I feel movies like i did some narrative you... work it was cool oh nice yeah i worked with brian cranston and jennifer aniston Oh my god! Yeah, I was an assistant editor. It's not a big deal, but still, that's <laughs> pretty cool. dope that you got yeah. to edit like these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I was in a hurricane with Brian Cranston. <laughs> we were upstate <laughs> shooting. I think it was Hurricane Irene. And really? We, yeah, we had to shut down production because of the hurricane. And I remember we all went to um, a restaurant, and Brian Cranston was such a mensch. He's such a good guy. I was going to say he seems like a really nice person to be around. I hope he. I was like, I hope this is not going in a bad direction. No, no, he's amazing. He's such, and he's he was so kind to everyone. And he actually, uh, because we had a few days off because of the hurricane, he he was like, okay, I want this crew to produce a short film. And I'm going to be in it. And he starred in the short film. This was actually, this was covered in, in, in newspapers. Oh, my God. That he produced a short film with this, like, indie crew. It was an indie film. And, um, yeah, it was great. He's, he was such a nice guy. That's so cool. Yeah. Just because he he enjoyed the company. He liked mm-hmm. all of you guys and was mm-hmm. like, you guys are doing good work. Yeah. That's why you got to always be nice at any job you do. Uh-huh. Even if you're a little PA on set. Even if you're if you're a nobody. If you're dressing, you know, an yeah. actor or something. You never know who's going to take you on to another project. Yes. Like, I always say that. Yeah. Like, don't be an asshole. Yeah. It's very, it's very, it's number one, right? Yeah. I learned how oh to be God. an assistant. Oh, my God. That actually reminds me. I, I learned how to be an assistant editor on that job. My poor really? editor, the poor editor, he had so much to teach me. And like in the beginning, I made some mistakes. Oh, man. I mean, it, you got to learn, you know, these poor people. <laughs> they never they nobody's ever fired me from an editing job. I remember there was a TV job that I was an assistant editor on that I I had never used Avid prior to that job. Mm. I remember like almost getting fired from that because there were, it was very different. And even though I like set all the keystrokes to what I remembered in Final Cut in seven. Yeah. It was still, it was like, it was a lot easier to make a mistake in Avid. And, yeah. and I, I did once. I didn't delete anything, thank God. But like I made a mistake that had me sitting there way longer than I needed to be. And the, <laughs> the producer was just like, yeah, um, so... Um, uh, and I remember walking around the block, like two blocks, sobbing. Oh, no. Thinking, my <laughs> God, I'm going to get fired from this job. <gasps> Holy oh. mother of God. I didn't get fired. For nothing other than you don't know the program, you're making me work. <laughs> I mean, if I feeling. were a producer and I had some young schmuck coming in saying they can do something and they can't, I would be pissed too and have a little, yeah. yeah. You know, I'd do that to somebody, but I, I, I pulled it out. I turned it around and I did a good job. I don't work Hell with yeah. that producer anymore. Do people still use Avid? I've never used yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's I, not common, no. I mean, I think it's really I, common for big jobs. Sorry. 
I was going to say I went to college for – I was a TV production major, and we had – our editing classes were all on Avid. And for some reason, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like – it was harder for me than Final Cut. And <laughs> I would – you know, we'd have to edit during class, like, whatever project we were working on. And then, like, you know, you'd have to – there was a deadline at some point. So I would, like, edit, you know, whatever. I'd work during class, and then I'd go back. I had the same project on Final Cut, and I'd just, like, cut it on Final Cut. And then I'd come in, and they were like, this got really – this got a lot better overnight. Cool. <laughs> I'd be like, you know, it just clicked for me. <laughs> I'm just so good at Avid now. And then I'm sure they knew. They were like, she's just literally making this project on another program. Like, and I was like, mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> right. They're like, you yeah. have to add it on Avid. I was like, oh, music video. What do you know? I'm just going to cut to the beat. <laughs> tap I'm it, sure tap it. I'm sure it was brilliant. Mm, it was. It was a share music mm. video. You know, it, it was a. You're a genius. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I just like that word. Um, yeah. Genius? genius. Yeah, it feels good. It's empowering. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I love that you have this like double life, though. Like you're yeah. an assistant editor on a Brian Cranston film, and like little do they know. You're voicing one of the most popular characters on one of the most popular cartoons in all of the world. Yeah. But you're like undercover. You're like Sarah yeah. undercover. Yeah. Yeah. It's right? Cool. Yeah. I mean, you got to do a bunch of stuff. You can't just survive on one thing. Did you tell him? Did you tell Brian Cranston? Oh, of course. No, I make it loud. Right. I'm loud and proud, bro. <laughs> you tell people. You're like, I'm not just this, you know? Yeah. And I have not, not only, and I, I'm also not only Ash Ketchum. I can do many. I'm a triple, quadruple, quintuple threat. I have Absolutely. many threats. I'm a very threatening person. <laughs> I love that you're Ash Ketchum. I think that's great. Do people ever, like, I know you've been to, like, um, I want to, not conferences. What are they called? Uh, Comic-Cons. Yes. Do people, like, ask you to do the voice when they meet you and stuff? Or they, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and do you do it for them? Uh, It depends on the setting. I can't do it, like, I can't do it in this setting. But if it's just, like, in person and nobody's recording anything, yeah. I I wasn't going to ask you to do it. I just was curious if they fan out like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then sometimes, like, I'll meet somebody through friends and they'll wait and like have a conversation and I know what's on their minds. I can always <laughs> tell when it's like when they like want to ask me, but they they know that I must get asked all the time. And I I can tell because then it, it inevitably happens. And they're like, I got to ask. I got to ask you. Can you do the voice? <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I knew you were going to ask this. I'm so sorry you felt uncomfortable. Like, I can't I can't volunteer it. That's weird. So I have yeah. to wait for them to go through this whole uncomfortable thing all the while. I know they're thinking it. I know they're preparing to ask me. I know it's going to be like this really awkward moment for them. And of course, I make it very comfortable. And I'm like, finally, you asked me. OK. And then I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you have done a billion different voices besides yeah. Ash. I wanted to know. I did have I did have a professional question. I wanted to know how you like come up with a character. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when because I think you get. Uh, I, I'd say you have a huge range, so you probably get a bunch of different kinds mm-hmm. of characters when you read these scripts and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, what's your what? What is your process of of creating mm. a funny voice for us? Okay. Uh, well, the first thing is uh, looking at the character design. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually, there is something to kind of base what you're doing on. Um, and if they just... don't send you that, are you like, can you send me some of the art, or like, can I yeah. see what this character looks like? Yeah. Yeah. Because I've gotten yeah. plenty of them where they're just like, here's Nothing. a description. It's like yeah. two lines. It's like, yeah, I usually, is, uh, honestly, I think, hmm. I mean, I'm sure there have been times I've assumed it's not possible to see the character. But mm-hmm. I've asked. I know I've asked. It's always it's always a good question to ask. Like, is yeah. there art? Um, I look at the art. I look at their mouths because that really, like, if, if they have teeth, teeth, miss, teeth missing, <laughs> then they have teeth missing. And you can make it like, <laughs> you know. Um yeah. The, that indicates something. That's how my mom would look at it. She's a dentist. She's always like, ugh, number three, big space. And I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like watching TV. Uh, She's like, they need help. And then I uh, just play around with it. I play around. I think of like what the obvious voice is, and I give them that. And then I think of something that it probably isn't. Mm-hmm. And I usually put that one first. And um that's the that's that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's the magic. I love it. That's it. <laughs> Look at the character and come up with something that's not annoying but very funny at the same time. <laughs> and very um, often, like I'm using my natural voice for a lot of things now because that's kind of become a trend. 
Yeah. yeah. No announcer. We want all no. natural. We want That's just right. you. Put yeah. you on the mm-hmm. MP3. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because I feel like I've gotten a lot more voice stuff in quarantine because yeah. there's – that's that's something that can be done at this point right. and less on camera. Yeah, that's right. So, we had that one audition that we both got that same the same bit of feedback from. Remember? I don't remember what that was an audition that I actually can't remember what it was. Um, we read for four characters. I remember it was four characters. And I remember one of the characters being something that I didn't think it was appropriate for me. And they were like, read for it anyway. And I read for mm-hmm. all four kind of at the last minute, which I don't Oh, I do remember do. this. They were like weird names. They were, yeah. It was like science-y. I don't remember Something, exactly. Yeah. But yes. And so then we both got the feedback that uh, they didn't want to do uh, use us for the pilot, but that they wanted us in the show when if and right. when it gets picked up. And now I never I'm wondering, believe like, that. how many people got that feedback? <laughs> right? That's so funny. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I remember being like, usually that's not a good, se- like, then use it. Use the voice for the pilot. Like, what do you, what do you mean? You're going to hold out for the better yeah. one? <laughs> like, Maybe later we're on? we're too famous, you know? Probably. Yeah. That's it. They're going to just know who we are mm. right away. That's right. Save <laughs> Those the girls for from, later. <laughs> yeah. The Guys and Dolls stars from Broadway. Yes, from 2027. Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> That's soon. I'm, I'm, I'm ha- I think it's going to happen sooner than we... I don't we... think we're going to be 50 in 2027. Are we? I, f- I think... F- uh, that sounds... Yeah, it feels about right, honestly. You're right. Physically, I, I am. Yes. I think. No, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So you've never really been unemployed. So you were highly offended when I was like, come do the show. You were like, I, I've i constantly worked since I'm 15, 14 years old. Yeah. Have you ever had like a period of time in your life where you were like, oh, fuck, I don't have a job right now. I'm not making enough money right now. I want to be, I need to be doing more. I can't say that I've ever made enough money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, but you know what I've I mean. Where you're feeling like worried, yeah. I've never been worried. That's thankfully. great. Yeah, I, I've. Don't you think that's because you do a hundred things? Because you're not just sitting around waiting for someone to call you for the next, you know, voice job or anything. You know, believe it or not, I have I have a lot of a lot of periods of my life where I where I did do that, and that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get you get tired at some point of being a hustler, and you're like, I just want to rest for a second, and then that rest kind of takes over doesn't it that's why i don't have a couch i know she doesn't have a couch don't have a couch she is just that into her where in a pandemic mm-hmm. you don't have a couch that it, you know i've never had a couch up. never oh yeah of course <laughs> and i no, sat but now on she it. doesn't have a couch this <laughs> now is like, i don't have a couch it was a big decision punishing like, those, the, i'm gonna that change butt. my life no more couches you know something i am a lot more productive now that i don't have a couch i have two chairs i have two benches for dining and mm-hmm. that's it and my bed but my bed is over there, so I, mm-hmm. I I don't go into that area unless it's to go into my closet to record or to change. Mm-hmm. I don't touch that during the day. That's my rule. I make my bed and I don't go back in bed. I don't yeah. allow myself no. until the end of the until it's time until to go to bed. Time. Right. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I've gotten very cozy on my couch. You know, I can write on my couch and like do work on the couch. Like I yeah. enjoy that. I also like my, I'm old, my back hurts. So <laughs> sitting on the couch is actually very, it makes me feel it's not support. I'm not supported. Anna, I need to be supported in the back. Okay. I hear you. I want, I want to support you. I'm here to support you. I Thank got your you. back. That's such an improv term. <laughs> improv. <laughs> Remember improv? Yeah. Do you mm. miss it? I don't. No. Are you insane? <laughs> Jesus. You said it like with this <laughs> fondness. I'm like, ugh. No. Ugh. I miss oh, like, you know, hanging fun. out after. <laughs> I was really, I, what I loved most about it was the social aspect. I made a lot yeah. of friends. I embarrassed yeah. myself a lot. I was 16 when I started there. And that was like, a, that. I was such a cocky bastard, dude. Like, I'm embarrassed by that moment in my life. Like, Why? Some of these Were people you like, I'm really good at this? Huh? And like, these people are all old and I'm young and I'm like really good at it. And like, it's sad for them. Was that like that type of cocky? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's, That's like the- <laughs> beyond what I ever even imagined. Look at all these old schmucks. They're horrible, aren't they? I'm the best. I'm just so young and talented. It's like sad for you. Uh, I'm young and beautiful and ready to be funny. I imagine some people probably interpreted it that way. Yeah, they all did for sure. <laughs> I'm sure so many people hated me. And you're like, me. I'm here to meet friends. And like, I live in the city and I want to do comedy. Yeah. Big deal. 
They didn't. No. Yeah, I remember there there were some girls that I actually still follow on Instagram, and I think now they're like, oh, she's not crazy. And they like they like my stuff, but I don't think I'm I'm not going to name names, obviously. But there are a few lovely, lovely women who I really liked and they didn't like me back. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a tough it was a tough place. It was competitive, tough, competitive, even though it was like we're not. It was. Yeah, I'm funny. You're very funny. That's why I like you. That's why we've stuck. We've been friends since the Broadway girl. Yes. Ninety seven, eighty four, thirty three days, you know. Did I you just, just list years cult. that we weren't even alive? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was making up numbers for your email, your screen name that oh, yes, turned yes. into your email. That what was, I was your like, first? Oh. Can you divulge Mine your first? first screen name? Anna Banana 615 or Tamriel 1. That's uh, cool. That was my camp. Tamriel 1, well, that was my camp bunk that I loved. You know what I mean? It's like a normal person. Okay. That's really good. <laughs> really good. I support that. Anna Banana is like stupid. Anna Banana. I mean, it's not. Crazy. Yeah. Mine was a. I'm not going to say it because I still have that email, but it was a before <laughs> and after. I really liked Wheel of Fortune, and it was a before ah. and after. If you look at it, you'll see. Yeah, <laughs> most people. Didn't I know get you it. were good on HQ Words too. She was Thank the you. only. You were like one of my only friends who would like play every so often, and like I was like, I appreciate that. You know, no one yeah. cares. You cared, I and cared. I love you for it. No, it I do. And you'd like text me. You'd be like, "That was a good game" or something. And I'd be like, "Good game, good game." Sarah yeah, yeah. played. <laughs> Ellen, My, she supported us in our careers at HQ. I did. I know. I appreciate that. It was fun <laughs> for me. I really, I truly enjoyed it. And I played with my little cousin in LA. Yeah, Aww. I feel like a lot of New Yorkers like really supported HQ. Yeah. Yeah. People from New York City, but also just like upstate as well. I've heard a lot of, I, lo- I, heard, I always heard a lot of feedback from people in New York in general who mm-hmm. play in Canada. Launch. A game for intellectuals, one might say. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes. It is. Not for um, beach bums. <laughs> <laughs> no. They're like, what? I have to be on my phone at a specific time to play a live thing? That's too much work. That's I a lot. It. <laughs> It was I like I, I had something to do at every nine o'clock. I had to be done with whatever I'm doing. I'm going to take a break for 20 minutes. I'm going to play this game. It's going to make me feel stupid. And I'll go back to doing whatever I'm doing. It's fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll make you feel like a genius. Yes. Sometimes it did. Rarely. Sometimes. I, I know. Use my I love it. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad you were on this with us. I wanted to do one thing before you left. Okay. So I've been getting a lot of listener submitted stories job stories, horror stories. Sometimes we do calls. Um, but I, I got a nice story and I thought this was, this clicked during our episode because, uh, you know, you had your PR days naturally yes. and, um, and someone submitted a story. I don't, it's not so much a horror story as it is just an unfortunate job story, but I liked it. So I'm going to read it and, uh, and we can, we can chat about it real quick. Okay. So this is from Phil. Uh, I'm just going to say Phil's first name. Phil said, my first job out of college was at a small Catholic college as their marketing and PR director. I was in over my head and sucked at it, but my boss was a terror. She hated millennials, and I needed anything resembling positivity to function there. I was driving 45 minutes into a different time zone so that I got to work before I left home and got home well after 6 p.m. That's confusing. I gave my I gave myself ulcers every day wondering what I would be, get berated for. I was once told... Uh, I had my head up my ass in front of the entire office because I missed a comma in a press release. I got fired after six months there. I had posted a tweet mentioning a podcast and saying that it got me through a tough day. I really hope it was this podcast. Must I, hope, have been. I hope to God. Yeah. <laughs> Why else would they write in? And then my boss read the tweet and said, well, guess what? Now you're going to get to listen to them all the time. Fast forward to now, I'm making more as a teacher from home than I was there, and the college is bankrupt and defunct, so I win. Oh, my God. <gasps> you go, Phil. I you love go. Phil. What an asshole boss. Phil, are you single? You seem like a bad <laughs> bitch. <laughs> right? Isn't that nice? That's crazy. I, I like that. I'm like, because it's true. When you're young like that, and like you were saying at these places, like, didn't they treat they treated me like shit at my internships and stuff like they didn't respect who you were they're like you're young you don't get it yet i've actually never had that experience i have to say (sighs) wow nobody's ever treated me badly you're so old and wise wise. i'm old wise (laughs) (laughs) but i love that he has revenge now that's right now he's like i'm I'm fucking teaching during a pandemic from home i'm making more money and you guys all lost your jobs 
Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> That's not what we do here, though. I don't want anyone to ever be unemployed, ever, you know? Never, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I just want to you know be there for you if you are I can you think are, of yeah. one person that I want to be unemployed but I'll keep that you to myself you can think of one person <laughs> hope it's not one of our listeners now everyone's gonna be like am I yeah, the person Ellen wants it's definitely a listener fired no I'm just kidding <laughs> damn I'm sorry I well, don't know why I went there I'll cut that out or something no <laughs> she went there oh Ellen's on fire today I love I it I love Ellen today Oh, my God. Um, Sarah, is there anything you want to tell our listeners where they can find you, what they can look for? Tell them about your video, your viral video, too, with all the voices. It's so good. Oh, sure. Uh, Actually, another Vanity Fair video came out today. Today. I love those. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I haven't seen it. Um, So I did two Vanity Fair videos. One is... um, one where I do 10 characters, uh, voices for 10 characters that I've never seen before. It's so fun. Thank you. Um, then I did one where I show everybody how I dub Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And then today, the one that came out is dubbing tips. Yeah, I break down dubbing in nine steps. How, love you, know, it. how you can be great at dubbing. So actors, Please send unite. it to me so I can share it because I, yes. I love your video. They're Thank so you. good. Um, yeah, I spoke at UC Berkeley yesterday. I spoke to the, to the youth, to the young wow. people. And I spoke about unions and extolled their value. Is that a sentence? Extolled their... Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with... Sounds yeah. good. You know, yeah, I, I'm a little bit ESL. Uh, Russian was my first language, so sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you can find me on Instagram. That's where I mostly, uh, you know, post. Uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, tw- TikTok. Where can, what's the Instagram Twitch. handle? Tell, tell, tell my me. My name, Sarah Natacheni. That's my name. I have a, a blue star, whatever it is. Check, check mark. Ooh. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Gotta have that right check it. mark or else. Yeah. We're That's not taken seriously in this world without it. That's right. That's <laughs> no. right. I did randomly have someone say, Anna, when did you get a blue check mark on Twitter? And I was like, uh, three years ago. <laughs> yeah. I've been famous forever. You missed it. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Well, no. you're amazing. I admire you. I respect you. And you. I love the hustle. And Thank I think you. that's why we get along. It's because, you know what? Although I do sit on a couch. I'm, you I, sit on a please, couch, girl, but you still get Please still be my friend. You get it done. Your videos are amazing. <laughs> your your quarantine work is literally my favorite quarantine work. What oh, you did in that wow. bathtub. Oh, Anna. Thank you. I can't. I can't deal with it. You Thank and Jared you. are a great team. Good for you. Aw, thanks. I'll let them know. All right, guys, that was it. That's another episode of Unemployed. Go listen to the other episodes. There's a lot more. There's a lot out there. Uh, And find us on Twitter at UnemployedPDCST or Instagram, Unemployed with Anna. Or, hey, if you want to see this video, because Sarah and I, obviously now you know we were supermodels and we were wearing our outfits from that Givenchy show, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash unemployedpodcast. You know, literally, you spend $5 on a lot of crap these days. Throw five books our way and you get to watch the videos and anything else I put up there and uh, it would be greatly appreciated but in the meantime go rate this podcast review it sit, tell a friend you know tell a friend who got laid off in the pandemic especially you know we're here for them that's it bye what's up everyone it's Anna and I am here with a little post game uh episode. No, I'm just kidding. I'm here to tell you about our Patreon. We have an amazing Patreon. We're posting videos of all of our episodes every week, and everyone who donates to the Patreon is allowed to see those, and we would love for you to join in. But right now, I gotta give a shout out to our patrons who are donating money to us, who we appreciate and we love. Shout out to Lori Jackson, Jeannie Logan, Chris Arneson, Oscar Yuen, Ken Levin, Vic Terry, and Jonathan Ediger. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast and me and Ellen and everyone else who out there who's unemployed. We really appreciate it. And if you want to join, you can just go to patreon.com slash unemployed podcast. And like, you can just donate $5 a month or something really small, you know, anything, anything helps. And we love it. And we are here for you. And we will keep putting these out until until we're all so successful that we have absolutely no time to make a podcast. Just kidding. But check out the Patreon. Thanks. Love you. Bye.